Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope everybody is having a wonderful holiday season. Uh, Christmas is approaching and, um, you know, now is a good time to get together with your get together with your family, your loved ones, um, regroup, start thinking about the things you want to accomplish next year and all that good stuff. Um, it's been a little while since I recorded a episode, so I wanted to jump in and get an episode in for you guys. Um, I'm not fully prepared to do the the two episodes that I really wanted to do um, because I've been so busy with Q4, and now that Q4 is wrapping up um, and slowing down a little bit, I'm able to put some more energy into the podcast. Um, that isn't to say that this episode is not important. It just wasn't my, it wasn't my, it wasn't on my list of episodes to do next. Uh, but it was on my list of episodes to do before the end of the year. And this episode, I want to talk about uh, a few books that I'm reading and um, that I believe are going to change my life um, because of uh, what the books are about and how I, you know, and how I, and how I am approaching these, uh, these books. And I wanted to share them with you guys. Um, and I, I think um, I wanted to share them with you guys. And I, and I think this episode is actually an, ep- an episode that's coming on time for a lot of people because you, 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 I would recommend getting these books for yourself for Christmas. If you don't give yourself anything for Christmas, such as myself, I'm, I'm not, I don't want, I don't want things, you know, I have to, uh, you know, I have to, um, my wife always asks me what I want for Christmas and all these different things. I, I, I don't, I don't come from, I don't come from much. Not to say that I never had Christmas gifts or gifts period, which I did when I was growing up, but I, I, I don't, I don't like things. I don't like, I prefer not to have things, but uh, my wife is always asking me what to, what to get. And, you know, we're always going back and forth, you know, cause she knows I don't want anything. So she has to really figure out, you know, some of the things I like and, 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 um, sometimes I, a lot of times I do give in and just say, Hey, you know, just give me this, give me that. Or, and then she'll come up with her own ideas or something like that. But anyways, if you, if you don't do anything for yourself, I would recommend getting these books for yourself for Christmas. Um, this is a nice Christmas gift. And these books are, are life changing. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of books that are out there. And that you've read or I've read, but um, these books in particular are hitting home for me because they're very particular. Um, they, they they address particular uh, topics or subjects that are very important for me right now in regards to entrepreneurship. And the thing about entrepreneurship is, you know, you 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 grow as a human, you grow as a leader, you grow as a thinker, you grow wiser as you grow in entrepreneurship, that's one of the things that attracted me, um, that I think, uh, subconsciously attracted me to entrepreneurship is just the, um, I always want, you know, I always was always someone who wanted to grow, you know, uh, I wouldn't say always, but I would say, you know, 
for the second half of my life, I guess, up to this point, uh, um, that's been me, you know, my personality. So, um, yeah, get yourself these. I'm going to go over three books. So get yourself these three books for Christmas. Um, so, um, so this episode is going to be a little lighter, a little lighter episode than, um, than previous, I think. Um, and, uh, coming up, I'm going to have the other episodes that I really wanted to do. Um, but anyways, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, you know, reading, reading is my passion. I love books. Books are my passion. I love books. Um, I started like really reading books probably around, uh, 15 years old, I think around 14 or 15, I think 15. Um, I was, you know, in the streets doing things I shouldn't have been doing. And then when I decided that I wanted to get off the streets, um, books, books became important to me because that's what kept me busy. It's what kept my mind occupied. It's what kept me, um, kept me from, you know, the, just the isolation from removing myself from everything that I knew and everybody that I knew up until that point, um, just wanting to get out of the, the life that I was in. I mean, I mean, there were, you know, that's all I knew up until that point. And everybody who I knew was in the life, you know, was in the life. So I, I, um, the only way to remove myself was literally by removing myself and, and, um, you know, and it, and it, you know, I have family and stuff like that, but you know, when those doors close, you know, it's just me, just me and my thoughts. And most of the time it is just me. Most of the time it was just me. Um, I had books and it just, it just kind of just happened. You know, it wasn't like I, I sought out to read books, but, um, um, but books were always around my house. You know, my, 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 my mom is a very avid reader, even up to this day. Uh, you know, she loves reading. She loves the, uh, she loves fiction, a lot of crime stories, um, and things like that. Um, a lot of crime stories, some romance, but a lot of crime, you know, crime stories. And I, uh, I get my love for fiction from, from that side. And my dad was an avid read, avid reader or still is an avid reader. Um, he was more nonfiction. Um, so books and, and then, you know, um, my mom's mom, my grandmother, she was a lot of nonfiction as well, but she was more of the, the educated type of nonfiction where there's like the Atlas where the books on math and English, the Bible and things like that. My dad was like nonfiction, you know, books like business and entrepreneurship or just uh, culture, um, uh, and things like that. But I didn't really, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to any of that really. Um, I, I, I didn't, I didn't care about it at all, period. Um, but because books were always around the house, when I started to be around the house more, there was just books, right? So I'd start picking stuff up. Um, and, and another person that I, I can't leave out is my uncle. 
my uncle on my mom's side, my mom's brother, he's an avid reader. He has books, a lot of nonfiction. He was not, not a lot of nonfiction. So yeah, he was more like art of, uh, the art of war, uh, uh, like love and relationships, nonfiction stuff, you know, um, and a lot of a spiritual, um, spiritual and a lot of, um, um, some civil rights, some civil rights, uh, books, um, and, uh, so, yeah, so, so I, I learned a lot of, of, of uh, from, f- there's a part of me uh, that comes from those books that he has, you know, a lot of revolutionary type books. So I picked up a lot of revolutionary type books and a lot of, uh, and I read books on love and relationships with women and, uh, read the art of war from his collection. And, uh, from my grandma's collection, I read books on math and science, math and English and science and the Atlas from her. And then my mom's side was the fiction. So I really enjoyed, uh, crime, crime novels as, as well. Very, very early on when I first started reading, my favorite book of all time is a book called Pimp. Um, and that book is just wildly fascinating. I need to read it again. It's wildly fascinating because the way my mind was at that time when I started reading, I was very interested in the question, why are people successful and others not? And later on, I didn't realize it, but later on, I started reading books like, uh, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Napoleon Hill's book, uh, Think and Grow Rich and Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all that kind of stuff. A lot of those concepts about success were in that book of uh, Pimp. And I, I was just, just it, it was, it was very just like, uh, it, the book just really grabbed me, grabbed me and I couldn't put it down. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about books, if you can't already tell, um, I'm, I'm very excited just thinking about it is the reason why I, I, I really enjoyed books, which I didn't know, um, until I started reading was that, I mean, I'm sure it happens to other people, but what, what happens like in my mind as I'm reading, like the, the experience of reading and literally transporting it's like transporting into another world right especially with the novels right you're literally like you're not where you are you're not where you're sitting and literally you you aren't even conscious that you're actually you know in the physical world in real life your mind just really just transports um almost like the twilight zone you know and you're in you're in the story and you don't really know you're in the story you're just reading and I, I can't really see the words, you know, I'm, I'm not really conscious. And that was very, imp- and, and, and I think the reason why I had uh, that experience had such a really uh, a positive effect on me is because at the time, my current life was, was not, um, you know, was not ideal, right? So when I, when I was able to read, I was able to, to, to get away from that. You know, I was able to escape from my realities and, um, and, and actually experience a level of joy and a, le- a level of uh, uh, dopamine that I wasn't experiencing in my real life, right? So anyways, all that to say, <laughs> um, all of that to say, um, 
is, um, yeah, I mean, if, if I didn't have all the responsibilities and things that I, that I do, I would, um, I would read a whole lot more, um, than I do now. It's very difficult for me to read now books, I read books now, uh, you know, because of, you know, my life, right? Um, but hold on, let me crack open this, uh, this Coke real quick. You know, I'm actually enjoying, uh, Coke Zero, what is this called? Coke Zero Sugar. Um, this is helping me with my, helping me in a sense with my, uh, my cravings. You know, I'm still, uh, I don't even know how many days it is now, but uh, maybe like a month and a half almost from uh, a month and a half uh, not smoking. So um, I barely even think about it. Barely. You know, when I think about it, it's just like me remembering. Oh, okay, Yeah. So I used to smoke, but I'm at a point where it's like I barely think about it, which is very good. I, I used to think about it all the time. Like the first three days was like really, you know, difficult. But the last like, you know, two, three weeks. Um, from today, the last two or three weeks from today, it's like getting to that point where I'm just like, I don't even think about it. It's a very good place to be. And I still get the cravings, not as strong as when I recorded the last episode, but um, Coke Zero, zero sugar, zero calories. Like I said, I drink a lot of Coke. I'm, dr- I'm drinking a lot of Coke. Um, that's helping me with my, with my cravings. Not healthy. I know I get it. But for me, I'm psyching myself out. This is what I got to do to quit the, 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 the biggest unhealthy habit. Um, but yeah, Coke Zero Sugar is uh, obviously much better than the Coke I was drinking. And it's acquired taste. I'm sort of liking, it, I'm sort of liking the taste a little bit. But anyways, um, but yeah, and these are mini cans. I'm not drinking, you know, bottles, 12 ounces or, or uh, what is this? Uh, this is seven and a half ounces, the mini cans. So, yeah, I'm not going too crazy, but at the same time, I go a little crazy, you know, with the Cokes right now. But anyways, um, these books that, that, I, that I'm going to refer you to are, are books that I think that I'm going to make me a millionaire. Okay. Um, the first one is Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. Vivid Vision. Now, I heard about this book. I heard about this book through a podcast. Some of you may heard of the Bigger Pockets podcast. It's my favorite podcast of all time. It's the first podcast I ever listened to. And um, um, and I, I really, really enjoy that podcast. I have a lot of history with, with that podcast. But anyways, I won't go too deep into that. But um, the one of the hosts of Bigger Pockets is Brandon Turner, and uh, Brandon Turner is someone I look up to, respect, and follow, and all that good stuff, right? So when he talked about the book, he's he was saying that um, he mentioned something about a, a three year plan, you know, and uh, he was uh, he. This was this was before, I think, right before he started a uh, his real estate fund, and um, part of the, the three year plan was him, you know, in at and this fund, and he was saying that how 
he uh, the goals that he had for his three year plan, he accomplished in about a year and a half or a year or something like that. So I, rec- I recommend, you know, listening to uh, the Vivid, Vivid Vision um, author Cameron Harold on Bigger Pockets with Brandon Turner. I think uh, he may have been on there twice or so. So there may be two different episodes, but, you know, um, they're both were good either way. Now, me personally, I think, you know, Bigger Pockets always has very good episodes and interviews and things like that. But outside of the interviews, outside of Bigger Pockets, I don't I didn't really enjoy it. I thought they were very boring and they weren't they didn't show the book justice. So um, unfortunately, unfortunately, that's the case. But fortunately, I'm able to for, unfortunately for the author, I'm, I'm able to see past the boring content that was created <laughs> and, and still purchase the book. I still like buying books. Um, there are books that I buy on Kindle. Um, but if it's a book that I really want to uh, interact with, which are most of my books that I, that I, that I buy, um, I'm going to buy paper paperback. I like writing in my books and stuff like that. I, 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 I like books, you know, the physical. Now, I do recognize that I may have to get like a um, an Audible subscription, which I've been dreading for years um, because I'm able to listen more than I'm able to sit and read. So I may still have to do that. But rather, I if, if it's a book that I really like and I really want to engage with, I, I'm still going to buy the book whether I listen to it on Audible or heard it for free on YouTube. But anyways, back to the book. So Vivid Vision is... Um, I haven't finished the book. I'm on page, you know, 47. It's not a big book. It's not a big, it's not a big book. It's not a, it's not a hard read. It's very easy. And what I like, what I like about the book, just speaking in terms of the concept, because I haven't finished the book, is really, um, really stress, really stressing the importance of having a vision, but being very, very clear. And the reason why the the, the three-year thing that Brandon Turner was talking about when he was talking about in the book was that, you know, three years is, uh, is a timeline, according to Cameron Harold, where it's like, it's not too far out, right? It's not too far out where... You know, you can't, you, it's hard to perceive. It's hard to think, you know, conceptualize a goal, you know, beyond three years. And it's not too short where it's like, uh, you know, where, you, where it's like, uh, you, you won't take it seriously because, you know, it's like three, four months. Right. Right. That's a very short period of time. And some, sometimes when you make a goal, that's three or four months. It's like, well, OK, well, I was three, four months approaches then you're like okay whatever i could just you know set the goal again for another three or four months so it's not too short where you start doing stupid shit like that but it's not too long where you can't really understand or really conceptualize the goal right so three years you know and and that really resonated with me because i'm like it really resonated with me because i'm I'm not really i've never been really good at writing down my my ideas or my goals or my visions even though i've done it many times i always had a problem or issue with doing that 
you know, because it just seemed like I was just, you know, throwing paint on a paper, throwing paint on paper where it's like, yeah, sure. You know, that's my goal. But how do I get there? What do I have to do? How long do I think I, how long should it, it, it take me? And then all these different questions that I was just like, well, is there really any difference between me, between me being so unclear and writing this stuff down or not writing it at all? I don't think there's any difference because I'm going to write something that I'm not going to look at again, you know? Um, but I'm at a point where it's like the reason why I have not been so great at um, writing down my visions and, and my ideas because I was never really clear. I was never really clear on something, whether it's uh, whether it's how long it's going to take me, whether it's uh, uh, what exactly am I going to do to get that to get that goal or get to that goal, or is this something that I really want to do or which is which I think is most of the time I don't like really writing things because I don't really have any expectation I don't really know I don't really a lot of the endeavors that I went on I don't really know what the hell is going to happen I, I literally I'm like well I, I don't how can I make a goal of something when I don't really I don't really have any conceptual I, I, I just don't have anything vivid. I don't have a vivid vision. Okay, here's 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 what I mean, right? So, okay, so, um, very early on in the entrepreneurial career, you know, you want to make a bunch of money. You want to make a lot of money. That's literally all you know you want to do, right? Yeah, I want to make money, right? I want to, um. I want to, that's just me taking a sip. If I'm stopping like that, taking a sip of the Coke. Um, I want to have my own business. Now, if you've been in this game for, for a little while now, you know that the difference between saying, yeah, I want a business or yeah, I want to make a lot of money. And, and then you actually start and then like, and me looking back, like, okay, I work for myself and I make, you know, I make, I make some money. Like, I would not anticipate any of the shit that I've dealt with, that I've gone through, that I've been through, or or on the positive side, the things I've learned and understand better and know better. That I had no idea that any of both sides, the positive and negative, the positive and negative were going to happen for me. Or uh, it doesn't have to be specific. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to know specifically what was going to happen to me. But if I look at my, you know, 17, 18 year old self and I'm looking at myself now, it's like, what possibly could I have written down as, as a goal, as a vision? What possibly could I have written down that would that would relate to anything that I'm doing now? There was nothing, nothing. So that's, that's why I always struggled with that. I mean, I, I read, I read all the books, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, uh, you know, write goals, you know, whereas Napoleon Hill and, 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 and Grow Rich or, or any of those other books where it's like, write your goals, write your stuff down. I was, I always had an issue with that. I always had an issue with that. I didn't write shit. I didn't write anything because like, well, I don't, I don't really know. 
Like, I don't, I don't know. But now I have some experience, right? I have some experience. I can start writing. Because now I kind of, I kind of understand the game a little bit. Now the thing about this book that, uh, that, um, let me see if I can find it. That really, um, I started reading it. That really made a lot of sense was, um, okay, I'm just going to try to explain it. There was, there's two concepts of, of, of a, of a vision. Okay. There's a few concepts, but the two that I'm thinking of that really, um, that really changed my mind on how I think was that, um, a vision is not, is not what I just described. You know, it's like, well, yeah, you know, I have experience and, and I anticipate certain things happening. Okay. A vision is not that I can't write my, my vision is not, okay. I'm at, I'm doing 10,000 in sales right now. And, uh, my vision is to do 15,000 in sales, you know, next month. Like that, that's not a vivid vision because you are, you're already within the realm of that happening. A vivid vision has to be, uh, jeez, oh, I don't want to butcher it and mess up the book. Uh, oh, okay. Let me just read, let me read this thing real quick. I, 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 uh, underlined this right quick. Let me see. Okay. So, okay. No, let me go back a little bit. Okay, here it is, right here. Okay, so um, I'm just going to read this quote from the book, okay? So it says, I said the statements made in the vivid, the vivid vision should be clear and free of ambiguity. So let me be clear by differentiating this tool from a forecast. Forecasting is a method of looking at your current numbers and estimating goals based on those figures. Estimating goals based on those figures. Estimating isn't a part of the vivid vision. On the other hand, the vivid vision is about precision. But on the other, it's based on the future, not on where you currently stand. The focus is on where you intend to be in three years down the road, regardless of where you might be now. Okay, so that was like a bomb dropping for me. You know, hopefully I read that where people can understand it. But um, that that was my issue after all of these years. Right. After all of these years, you know, 10 plus years. I misunderstood. And that's how you misunderstood, but I didn't have this information because, you know, the thing is like with all these different self-help and, and, and tactical type books, whether it's about business and how to do certain things, I mean, everybody has their different perspective, right? But, um, but that right there was so clear and precise, which is, you know, the whole point is it's not about forecasting. Okay, that was my issue. I was like, well, how can I forecast what was going to happen? Even to any level. I mean, I I couldn't forecast anything. 
And not only that, I, I was trying so many different types of businesses or business, business models. I was doing so many different types of different things. It just didn't make sense to write this stuff down because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be in this business next month. Okay. But anyways, it's where I intend to be in three years. So here's where I intend to be in three years. I'm, I'm, I'm still reading the book, right? And um, uh, yeah, I'm still, still reading the book. Okay. And I'm still making notes and things like that. But as of now, this is my, my formulation of where I intend to be in three years. Three years, I intend to have a um, cash, um, a cash flowing business of $100,000 net a month. Or not $100,000, excuse me, uh, $85,000 because I'm, what I'm saying is I make a million dollars a year. And cash flow, a million dollars a year in cash flow, like we talked about before, is about $84,000, $85,000 net. So $85,000 net, okay, in a business that does not require me or require very little of me. Now, that's not very clear, okay? That's not very clear. It's either one or the other. It's going to require none of me or some of me. Now, it's going to require some of me. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, it's going to require none of me. I, 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 that is cool if that happens, but I think for the most part, that's fantasy thinking. The whole passive income idea is it's going to require some of you. I mean, I mean, super high level stuff, right? But I, I think what, what I'm trying to say is, is I'm going to have a team that does at least 90% of the work, okay? The higher level stuff like, you know, uh, you know, because because I'm, 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 I'm going to be, my business that I'm going to have is the e-commerce business. And at, at some point, it's going to get very big and it's going to require lots of money flowing in and out in terms of like uh, inventory and things like that. So I may be involved with the with the purchasing side of it because of the the high dollar amounts, but the the packing and shipping, the um, the uh, the listing, the pictures, the photography, the 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 copy, the ads, and all that stuff. That's not gonna be me. I'm gonna be hands off probably with just the finance part of the business, okay? So that's going to net me net $84,000 a month, net. And uh, and then I'm going to have another business that I'm going to be spending a little bit more time on, you know, and that's uh, a media business, a media business and, uh, and an education business, right? So the media business is um, just literally media, you know, whether I'm bringing information on entrepreneurship, uh, personal development, personal development, health, wellness, all that good stuff to people, you know, I don't know how that's going to turn out all the way, you know, but anyways, and I'm going to have educational, so courses and things like that, um, teaching, teaching people how to do what I've done or what I am doing currently. Okay. And that one's going to net $84,000 a month, a million dollars a year, and that's going to be active income for me, like, like, like very active. So I'm going to be very involved 
in three years with that. I'm going to be 10% involved in my main business, which is the e-commerce, what I'm doing now. Uh, 10% involved in that in three years. Okay, So I'm going to basically be making $2 million a year using those two models. Okay, It's not very clear. Okay, I'm not really concerned too much about the second part, about the educational and the media company. I'm mainly focused on uh, getting more clear and precise on my current business right now. You know, instead of really thinking about a business that I don't have yet. That's where mo- all of my energy is going to go into in regards to this book. Anyways, okay, so that's the first book. So first book is Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. Um, second book is called uh, The 12-Week Year. The 12-Week Year. Um, you can Google, I, I think, I don't, I don't know who the author is right now. I don't, ha- I don't have the, well, I do have the book. I take that back. But I think I might have to buy it again because I think I lost it. I lost it somewhere in my house. So, um, but I might just have to just buy it again. And I bought this book a couple of years ago, but but I didn't really follow through with it. I didn't really, um, it didn't really hit for me. It, it, it hit me enough where I bought the book and read and read it. I didn't finish the book, but now it's, it's, it's more relevant to me now than it was to me then. Now you can listen to the book. I, I currently listen to the book on uh, YouTube and, um, and I'm still going to buy it again. I'm going to buy it again. First of all, you know, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm, I'm a lot more conscious about, you know, supporting creators, artists, whoever, you know, just like, yo, like, you know, if you, if you really, if you really, if you really like it, really dig it, go ahead and buy it. You know what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, it's better to buy anyway, instead of listening to for me personally is because when I listen to it, I'm listening to it usually when I'm trying to do a few things. I'm using it. I'm listening to it when I'm trying to fall asleep or I'm listening to it, you know, when I'm not really 100 percent there. So I like I like listening to it just to get like some, uh, you know, get, get the few nuggets that I can get in a short period of time. But I really need to sit down and read through this book because it's so powerful. It's called a 12 week year. And uh, uh, you can go on and listen to some interviews with the author. Uh, I, fi- I find that very helpful. Is listening to interviews with the author. But anyways, um, th- this book is 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 genius, um, and uh, very underrated in the sense that kind of like the same concept with viv- vivid vision in terms of writing. Uh, not writing, but having goals that are not too far out and not too short, right? So a 12-week week year is, is, is exactly how it sounds, right? So in 12 weeks, you have a main goal and you break that goal down into 12 weeks. You break it down each day. And, and when you do that, it makes it so, uh, it makes you so accountable for that thing that you're trying to accomplish because, you know, you dial it back you dial back 12 weeks up until, you know, to a day by day thing. It, 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 it just, it just forces you to, um, get clear on the goal. It forces you to, um, you know, map out the steps 
and I'm not even I'm not even giving this book any justice right now. You know, my explanation is 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 very weak compared to the power of this book. Um, There's so many nuggets in there, just so many concepts that 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 really, you know, get your mind uh, is a paradigm shift for your mind. And it really like it really changes the way you think about time, about goals, about accomplishments and about how important it is to do this. Okay. This is very important. Like this is very, and the thing is these books that I'm talking about, these, these books are written for people who have real businesses. Like, like the vivid vision, for example, like, like some of the stuff I have to kind of, you know, um, skip through a little bit because it's very like corporate related, you know, like, you know, from, from sometimes it speaks to like the manager or the executive in the corporation. Um, so I have to kind of like tailor it to, to, to myself because it, it just, I have to kind of like, you know, you know, I just have to kind of like, you know, not skip, but, but notice when it's happening. Right. But it also for the 12 week year, it kind of, sometimes it kind of uh, uh, approaches it from a, a team perspective. And the thing is, I don't have a team team like that yet. I mean, I don't have a team at all. I would say, like I guess I have one person on my, I have a virtual assistant beyond that. That's it. But, um, but, you know, you got to start thinking in terms of that, though, you know, and, and it can always be applied to the individual, you know, it always be applied to the individual. But, you know, sometimes it gets a little, a little boring, a little bit when, when it, when it, when the conversation kind of gears towards the, the corporate kind of side of things. But, um, but it's all relevant. So the 12 week year is an absolutely amazing book. I'm going to buy that one again and, um, and read through it. And, uh. So yeah, that's the second one. It's called Twelve Week Year. Um, and the last one is 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 a book that that I, that that I found very fascinating. Uh, it's called a book called Work. It's a book called Work the System. So Work the System by Sam Carpenter. Um, and you know. The latest edition is the fourth edition as of as of today. So the fourth edition, uh, this book's been around for a long time. And it's 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 very interesting how I never came across it before. I'm sure that obviously there's books that I've never came across before. But you know, I read a lot. I've come across a lot of books and I read a lot of books, especially business related. And this one is, is one that was like. Wow. You know, um, this is another another one I found through Bigger Pockets. I would check out some of the interviews on Bigger Pockets with uh, Sam Carpenter on Work the System. This one's a fascinating book, is because he really like this book has been around for a long time, and he he really dialed in on the message here, it made it very clear, very easy for 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 me to understand and for anyone to understand. Because a lot of times I think with 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 a lot of us. And I'm speaking from experience, is that I have ideas, I, not, not, not necessarily ideas, but thoughts. Uh, thoughts in my head was like, I'm connecting dots, right? But it's like, I don't know how to put this shit into words. Like, I literally don't know how to put a lot of this shit into words. If I read a book like this, it was like, that's exactly what I was trying to, to say. And because I can't put it in words, it actually becomes vague in my mind. And then when I see these words in this book, 
it becomes more clear in my mind because now I'm, 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 you know, I have words to associate with the, 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 the and I don't even know how to explain it, but these thoughts that I'm having that aren't in words, it, you know, maybe it's intuition, right? Or something like that. But, um, work the system. Oh man, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful book. Uh, Uh, in terms of the concept, you know, it's about, it's, it's, it's about, it's, it's, the concepts aren't new. It's literally about, um, it's about creating systems for literally everything you do, literally everything you do. And the reason why this one's hidden for me is because I'm 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 at a point where it's like you know there's there's a there's a, quite a bit of routine things that I do now, at least for the past couple of years, maybe two years, um, I've developed this sort of um, business, I guess, where I, I I have certain routine things that I do, and. And, and, and when I first started doing them, it's like, okay, well, I don't really know if I'm going to be doing them again. I'm just doing shit. Right. So that, that's, that's what a lot of us do. We just, we're just doing stuff. We're doing stuff and doing stuff and doing stuff. But for me, I think, and i and probably many of you as well. It's like for people who had like, this is, this is, this is not new to me, you know, having systems and building systems. So when it's not new to you, I think for, for people who already understand this concept, I think when when we're working, we know about systems and how important they are, but we don't really know sometimes if what we're actually doing is something we're going to be doing on a routine basis, you know? And then sometimes it's, 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 it's not routine. It's not frequent, but it's routine. And then we still do it ourselves without creating a system for it. And then we keep doing it ourselves because it happens every now and then. Or it doesn't happen as often. But now I'm at this point where it's like I do some some of the things I do are very routine to a certain degree. Um, and I'm like, you know, I need to delegate this. <laughs> you know, I need to outsource this or delegate this. Um and in in part of what my virtual assistant does, I do um I have created systems before for my, for my virtual assistant. Okay. Um, in the, the early, um, systems that I've created, I'm gonna call them SOPs. So st standard operating procedures. So I'm, I created some SOPs that, you know, that she did a while back and they're useless now. I don't do them anymore. But when I read this, when I started reading this book, I'm like, I realized that, you know, I was, uh, you know, cause she's, she's in Pakistan, she lives in Pakistan. So when we first met, um, on, uh, was it Fiverr? Shoot. What was that? Fiverr. I think it was on Fiverr. Anyways. Uh, yeah, it was Fiverr. So my whole thing was like, okay, what, well, you know, a lot of people are going to be foreign. I need to write out very, like, I, I try to leave nothing out. Um, 
for confusion. So every step I write down. And uh and I actually I actually enjoyed it. Cause like, you know, one of my things I enjoy doing, you know, um I I enjoy writing. So anyways, so I enjoyed writing the operating uh the SOPs. And it got even more serious when I started reading this book. It was like, okay, now I need I need to create SOPs. Cause there's there's things that are happening in my business where it's like, okay, well, here are these are the new systems because things are, you know, growing and changing here. And I, I need you to do these things over here. So some of the back, uh, some of the back office type stuff, um, I send to her. So she's more like an, of an executive assistant to a certain degree, meaning that, uh, she just does whatever I tell her to do or whatever I share with her. So she doesn't have a specific area that she helps me with, but only in the areas that I, I tell her to work with. Right. But anyways, so, um, the reason why this 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 book really hit home for me is is first of all, the examples in the book are just amazing. His life story, the way his business is, is fascinating to me. Um, it, it's just it, it, man, and, and the thing is, like you know, I'm 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 a, I'm a lot more experienced. Like, there's no way I could have read this book ten years ago, twelve years ago, and understood it, right? There's no way. Now, yeah, even though I probably heard about, you know, yeah, systems and, you know, you got to create systems. And you read, you, you hear about that stuff over and over, you know, and, and, and all kinds of content, business related content. But this book really dials it in. Like you don't really get it until you read this book. I don't think you don't you don't really fully understand until you read this book, because if you heard it in passing or you read a chapter on it somewhere, that doesn't that's not. No, that's not it. You got to read this book and, you know, listen to the Brandon Turner, Bigger Pockets from Bigger Pockets podcast with Sam Carpenter. Listen to it. Okay. And then and see for yourself. But, you know, the, the, the reason why this really trips me up is because, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm a lot more experienced. And what I mean by that is it just, it just means like, I've just seen a lot of shit and I, I've done quite a few things. Right. But this in particular takes me to my my um, my work experience. OK. Um, I come from banking. And um, that, that was pretty much my my uh, my 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 W2 field was in banking and in finance somewhat. Right. I realize, you know, at. at the, the banks that I work with was actually only one bank I've, I've ever worked with, but, uh, the bank that I work with or the bank that I worked at, you know, or any place, well, actually I'm, 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 I'm I am confusing everything right now. So there's actually two banks I have worked at. So anyways, but, uh, so, so the banks that I've worked at, they all, I mean, any, any place you work at pretty much, for the most part, not everywhere, but any large corporation, okay, they have standard operating procedures (SOPs). They might call them something else, uh, but they're they're standard operating procedures, okay. And if you ever like, if you ever think back to you know the SOPs that you've went over, whether it whether it was in training when you were in training, or when you came, or you came up with. <clears throat> Or you came across a, a, a um, something you never came across before, and 
one of the first things they tell you to do is go, go don't ask the manager or, or the supervisor to tell you to do is go look at the SOP. Don't ask me shit. You know, go, go look at the SOP first. You know, you look at these SOPs and you realize, first of all, there's a ton of, uh, there's just a, a ton of SOPs, you know, the, the, the catalog, right? Or the, um, uh, the file, right? For the SOPs. You got for finance and this this department and this department and this this that and the other. Like, if you were to print out the, the entire SOP for the entire company, it'd probably be a couple thousand pages. You know, um, if not, probably more than that. But if you look at them, and you realize, you know, some of these things don't fucking make sense. Some of them aren't clear. Some of them are clear. Right. Sometimes you can solve your problem with the SOP that you're looking at. Sometimes you and there, there might be a chance where at a time where you don't really. Right. Or it's kind of there's some ambiguity to it or some vagueness to it or it might be outdated. Right. So so the reason why. So this 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 ties back into the reason why this book really hit home for me. So I think back of all the SOPs that I've looked at, it's like, um, well, for one, it's, it makes you, it, it makes a person, it makes a person replaceable, right? So you can, you, you know, the SOP is there. So anybody who can read can have the job. Okay. And uh, it, 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 what would the company be without it? It couldn't be what it is without it. It literally could, that, that company with the SOP could not be that large corporation, whatever it is, without that document or without those files, you know. Um, that... You know, realizing that just made me think about like how important it is for me to have SOPs. Okay, it's it's a it's a very under under underrated uh, uh, fact in business is writing SOPs and having SOPs. Just even if it's something that you don't do as often or frequent. It's still good to write it down. Write down your process. Because even myself, you know, even the individual, if you don't have processes, you're still going to do things differently. You might, you're still going to do the same thing differently each time. And each time you do something a little differently, it takes you a little bit more time. It takes you a little bit more time, right? And what, what a lot of us don't realize is time is our most important asset. And you can stay small. You can stay small. You can stay independent, uh, you know, a single entrepreneur. You can stay that way if you master your time. You can stay that way longer, I would say. You know, you can stay that way longer and, and grow and, and still be a single operator if you master saving time. So each time you do that one thing a little bit differently the next time, it takes time from you. And then you do the next thing a little bit differently the second time, it takes more time from you. And that compounds. 
right? And then you start just doing everything you do is just based off what's in your head and not written down, not a written down process, you know? Um, like, like that's the reason why it hit home for me is thinking about the corporations that I've worked at that had to have SOPs that couldn't be large corporations without them. And the second thing is, is if you ever, you know, you ever work somewhere and, and you say to yourself, man, I don't know how this place is even up and running. Do you ever think that, think that, think that to yourself in some places? Like, how is this place even up and running, yo? Like, people, people are just doing, like, the systems are, are out of date, the technology is out of date, and, and all this out of date shit, and, 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 and there, there's no record of this information, there's no record of that, or, or the information is not, or, or the, uh, the, the, the data for the customers is on this side of town, and then you got the uh, uh, data for the data that you need over on this side of town. You got to combine it together, and you're wasting so much time to get the thing you need to do, like whatever it is, right? It, it's, it's, it's like you, you think to yourself, like, yo, how are these guys still in business? I mean, I, I've, 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 I've been at places like that. Where it's like, like, how are they still doing this? Okay. And then I think about, so when I think about that, and then I think about all of the, uh, I think about all of the, I think about my business and all of the people who want to be in business and all the people who are also, you know, in business starting out and, 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 and they're very like, you know, very early on in their businesses. Like. I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. Like, like there's no reason why I cannot be extremely successful if there's larger corporations with hundreds of employees, maybe thousands, a chain of command and all this stuff. And you got people, workers sitting around or standing around thinking to themselves, how are these people still in business? Because the operations are so screwed up. If they're in business and they're able to, and they're able to pay you a salary or an hourly income, and then all of the other people, a salary or hourly income, why can't I be wildly successful doing things the right way. And the right way is having the SOPs in place. That's the bridge. That's the difference. The difference, and I think he even talks about this in the book. Like, what's the difference between us, you know, small guys and gals, and a large corporation. The difference is systems, standard operating procedures. That's the difference. That's it. Right. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. You know, um, those are the three books that I recommend 
to you as a uh, gift them to yourself for Christmas. These are the three books that are going to make me a millionaire. These are the three books that I think that can make you a millionaire if if they're resonating with you on that level, you know. Um, but I figured I, I thought I thought I would share that. I thought I would share these books. And um, yeah, until until next time. Um, if I don't record an episode before Christmas, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a, um, and a, uh, very successful week as we embark on this next week. So, but anyways, so I'm, I'm gonna leave you guys with this and I'll be back with you as, uh, as soon as I can. Thank you.